Shivaharde, Kanisatasha, Vinyov, Tan Sour Gahan and Incha, Elimna Khnairn. The summer is lovely here in Limerick in Ireland. It's quite warm, muggy. We're taking it easy and enjoying the summer. And that doesn't stop us from doing some things, taking some actions. And when we're learning the Irish language, for me, action precedes clarity. Let me go into that a bit more. Welcome to episode 96 of the Bite Size Irish Podcast. So in the last episode I covered the idea of workshops and a way to structure learning of people in this concentrated method that gets people together and practicing the Irish language. So I think there's different forms we can take, different approaches we can take to helping yourself and helping groups of people learn to speak the Irish language. Now this all comes from Cardlin and Taurig, which we ran in just this summer, and it was a four-week workshop. And I have to say, it went better than I think anybody expected. There were definitely problems. We were on the edge of our seats. We were working out how to run it, what content to make available to people who were participating in the workshop, how to create the dynamic that pulls people together. But for me, there was more people got involved um, initially than I expected. And not only that, people kept showing up every day and practicing their Irish language. Now, these people who showed up to practice Irish language mostly were not fluent. They were learners of the Irish language, but they had a real interest in wanting to learn the Irish language to make that real deeper connection with their own ancestry, their own heritage, their own context, or their love of Ireland, or whatever their internal motivations are. So um, Scott Perry, He's um, a writer, a coach, and uh, I was on a call with him. I was taking a course that he was participating in as a coach. And one of his uh, pieces of advice that struck home with me was action precedes clarity. And what does that mean when we're learning the Irish language? Well, it means that you, you take a certain stance It's a stance to say, I don't speak the Irish language yet. I'm going to participate in the Irish language every day. I'm going to make it part of my every day. And through that process, I'm going to become a speaker of the Irish language. It doesn't go the other way around. Oh, I don't understand. Oh, I don't speak. And therefore, I won't speak it every day. No, it goes completely the other way around. You, it's a bottom-up. You you approach the language every single day with a stance of openness and curiosity. And you say, hmm, I don't understand this right now. I wonder what it means. And you go look it up. So a couple of um, easy things to do in this case. You attend a local class. And I think we can all agree that we can attend classes with the assumption that we're going to learn so we don't already know what's being covered by the class. And if we can accept that, 
we can maybe approach harder things like approaching an Irish language immersion weekend, which there's definitely this mental block <laughs> around immersion weekends. Um, people often say that they don't speak enough Irish and therefore they won't attend an immersion weekend. Maybe next year. <clears throat> well, I I would argue that you should go this year and it, your level will always get better. You can't get worse, right, really, attending these. So uh, digging into a bit of philosophy on this, if we're talking about understanding the Irish language, well, what's the action that precedes understanding what you're hearing? Well, first of all, it's listening. So you have to start listening, right? So an easy thing you can do is immerse yourself a bit in the Irish language every day. How do you do that? You play Radio Nagueltachta for five minutes every day. Um, what about expressing yourself in the Irish language? An action that precedes expressing yourself is saying. So you can repeat stuff. You can learn phrases and say them. And if you're saying phrases, that absolutely precedes being able to express yourself. And what about that skill of writing a language? Well, the action that precedes that absolutely is reading because we need to be able to read first to be able to write. So are you reading Irish language every day? Are you, are you putting the Irish language in front of you every day and uh, trying to read it? And you work through it. And that's the action that precedes writing. So where's the magic? There's a bit of magic here somewhere. It's not... Uh, or There's a piece of energy. It's like the missing link. What do you need to do? Well, for me, I think we have to get out of our own way. Like, you can tell yourself that you don't understand the Irish language. But what have you been listening to this week? Have you been putting on Radio Nagueltachta or Radio Nalife? Why don't you pick a goal right now for this week to tell yourself, okay, for five minutes, for example, I'm going to listen to Radio Nagueltachta every day. And how about you want to express yourself, but it takes verbs to express yourself and a bit of grammar to express yourself in the Irish language. So therefore, what verb have you picked out this week to have a look at, to try to conjugate, to uh, break out? So... Um, I'm going, I went, I will go, break that down, so you can start to express yourself. So that's it. Um, action precedes clarity and it's up to you to get out of your own way and to pick actions that help you get you towards your goal. Um, don't stop yourself and stop making excuses. <laughs> Okay, on to two listener questions. Uh, first from Jacqueline, who was already on the podcast. Hi, Owen. Thanks for coming back to me. Tamegoma. I hope you're doing well, too. Um, I'm not working too hard because it's 35 degrees here. So I've been listening to your podcast, Lying in the Grass in My Breaks. It's a great way of learning about Ireland and the language. I've been also looking for patterns, and what really helped was writing the sentences down. So thanks for the tip. I've been writing them down, and it's uh, it's a fun way. And I also have uh, two questions. How do you impress a nice Irishman? And another question. Uh, the Dutch are really direct. How direct are the Irish, and are they easily offended? 
I guess you're not, you're really nice, so keep it up and have fun with making your podcasts. So, Gurumachget and Slan. So, Jacqueline, you asked, are Irish people easily offended? Mm, maybe not, but if they are, you won't hear about it. <laughs> They'll say it behind your back, possibly. Uh, are we direct? No, we're not direct. And how do you impress an Irishman? Be yourself, Jacqueline. Uh, be direct. <laughs> Tell him you like him. Now, on to Matthew. Jigwitch. It's Misha Matthew. It's just Oklahoma City. I have a lame question and a fun question this time. First, is there a way to signify a Shinafada when spelling a word? For example, if I asked you to spell Era for Ireland, is there a quick way to say E with a Fada? Second, I'm a big fan of puns. As part of doing Gwailiga Gakla, I liked a Facebook page called Memes in Gwailiga. Two of my favorites are... One is a picture of Ed Sheeran with the text, Ed Rishi. And the other is a drawing of a hand with the text, it's great to be alive. Alive. Sorry. My question is this. Do you know of any puns, Esqualiga? Uh, preferably without English mixed in like the examples I gave. Gormila Magat, Matthew. Nah, these are good questions now, Matthew. So... I think what you mean is how to call the letter when there's an accent mark over it. And we literally say E-fada if there's an accent over the E. And this literally means long E. Simple as that. So long E, the sound it makes is A. Or long A, A-a-fada, is A. Now, there's a whole Udemy course. That's a video course that I recorded that you can take. It's on udemy.com if you search for crack Irish pronunciation. And I like your question about puns. I do enjoy that. So just for example, a personal example first. So we have a dog called Ishka. It means water, right? And if one of my sons asks, hey, daddy, can I have a cup on Ishka, a cup of water? Um, well, I carry over the dog Ishka to them as the joke, and they say, no, not that Ishka, on Ishka Ele, <laughs> Ishka Lenol. Um, there's a couple of nice phrases, so, Nihe Lanabashti, Lanabashti, and I'll put that in the show notes of episode 96. It means the day of rain is not the day for kids, for children. Nihe Lanabashti, Lanabashti, and it works because of some grammar um there's oru happening here so there's a couple of words mutating and they sound the same in the end and i do like personally marav late august marav gane so dead with tea and dead without it kind of an indication of our reliance on tea in ireland and personally i definitely rely on tea <laughs> i love my tea it's a comforter um <laughs> So that's me. So Matthew, good me and Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you can ask your own question. And it's really easy. You go to www.bitesize.irish slash podcast. And there's a button there where you can record your own question. Um, please be in a quiet area if possible. And write out your question if you can beforehand so that we can play the concise version on the podcast. And that's your part, that's your way to be part of the podcast. Now, that's the end of episode 96 of the Bite Size Irish podcast. Thanks 
thanks to Tsukumo that you hear on this episode under Creative Commons license. And just uh, we're heading in towards August, September right now as I record this. So why not think about in September, how are you going to make Irish part of your everyday? Are you going to sign up for classes? Are you going to go back to Irish classes that you've been to and keep intending to go back to? And which of your friends can you pull in to on your Irish language journey? Just a little thought as we follow, finish up. Okay, so talk about it. Slán tamil.